You are entering an intriguing journey with spiritual lifestyle experts Keith and Charmé Amber, where you'll end up more at home with yourself, your behavior, and your understanding of life. Mastering Ourselves offers sound answers to life's tough questions so that life can make more sense to you and healthy directions become clearer. Keith and Charmé bring you over 80 years of seasoned experience. They pursue truth and insights that are neither left nor right, but spiritually sound and centered, and can be used as a spiritual compass to help you on your path. Welcome to Mastering Ourselves. Isn't this fun? It's lovely. We are indeed at the E-Woman Network Expo right here in Dallas, Texas, and we're broadcasting live across the country. This is Keith and Charme Amber with Mastering Ourselves Radio, and we are your spiritual lifestyle experts. And if you wonder how in the world we became that, it's been many, 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 many years of dedicated, focused work in our own lives to become a lifestyle that we live and breathe every day. We wanted to spend a few minutes to start the show out today uh, talking about uh, personal prisons. A lot of people think of personal prisons as like, you know, those folks that went and blew it in their life and landed up in a big cement box not going anywhere in their life, you know, prisons. But you know, what people don't often realize is how often uh, we all and you all are living in your own prison and don't even really realize it. The kind of prisons like, for instance, uh, a child or a stepchild that you have that drives you nuts every day and you do not know what to do about it. How about the prison of a job, that you're in a job that you just don't like and it's like driving you nuts, whether you have a boss that makes you crazy or the person next door or whatever. How about a spouse or a, a spouse, husband, wife that just, you know, sure you love them, generally <laughs> but then there's those moments that they make you crazy well, one of the and, and do, you, do you ever wonder what you would need to do to change yourself that these things aren't making you nuts anymore well one of the questions is when you're in a situation that is just miserable should you master it your attitude in it and and stay in there and deal with it or should you divorce yourself from it, get away, and go find something different? Tough to divorce a child. <laughs> you can quit. A, you can quit a job, and you can quit a husband or wife, but can't quit a child. And there's other, you know, there's poverty. I mean, how many people are struggling with money all the time, or they never have enough? Greed, greed, greed. You know, we've known people who are millionaires. And they're in poverty consciousness. I mean, they are freaked out about yeah, they're money still in all jail. the time. They're still in that prison. They're in that personal prison. Scared about money all the time. You know, tight when they they could be loose. That's right. Or what about loneliness? I mean, you're just constantly lonely all the time, and you know you don't know what to do to deal with it. You know, these all these different conditions, illnesses, disabilities. All these different conditions are a problem that you're living with that cause an internal torque every day. One of the ways through these is an attitude adjustment. Another way through them is dealing with reality. 
So you have two <laughs> things you need to do. Escaping doesn't solve it because it just comes back to you because the condition was mirroring something in you to begin with. And dealing with reality without rose-colored glasses. I mean, really dealing with reality. Reality. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts with sound answers to life stuff questions. We are broadcasting live at the E-Women Network Expo right here in Dallas, Texas. And don't forget to catch us Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. So when you have this personal prison, the first thing you want to do is kind of go, you know what, the truth is I am in a personal prison. Every single day there's, you know, this this whatever it is that drives me nuts. And you know what, sometimes the personal prison is that we have an addiction. You know, we can't live without our morning coffee. Well, then it owns you. Or you can't live without alcohol at night. Or pain relievers or whatever I mean these things own you let, let me say one years ago I was uh, doing a labor job on the railroad and it was hard work and I was uh, around a lot of uh, people that were had a chip on their shoulder so it was just like dog eat dog and when anyone was gone from the group everyone would talk about them and, and you know dig on them so I did that for a number of years, and it's just like I never quite fit, but I always judged them somehow, and I realized that later how much I judged them. And finally, one day, it was given to me to be one of them. And so all of a sudden, I noticed I had a different attitude, like a chip on my shoulder, and wherever there wasn't one of the guys there, I was gossiping about them, and it felt so good for me to downgrade them because then the chip on my shoulder didn't feel like it was there. So finally I could see what these guys were going through and I lost my judgment for them. But it took years to realize that and I was encased in arrogance. I didn't even know it. I thought I had the right position but I was righteous about it. So once I got humbled and saw where they were coming from and going, oh my God, I have such an advantage over them. Thank you. How can I help the situation better instead of just being a nice guy but having this under undertow judgment? Then that job left. I got out of that jail and I got into much better situations for myself, but I didn't know why I was stuck there. So here's a suggestion on on what to do when you start going, you know what, I am in a personal prison. There is this area in my life that I am torqued about every single day. I part of me that doesn't like me while I'm there. What do you do about it? The first thing you do is you get honest about, you know, here's the problem. Most importantly, you look into yourself to see, the, here's the question you want to ask. If I changed a part of myself, what part would it be that if I changed that, then this situation would no longer bother me? There's your prison. What part of me do I need to change so that when I change that, this situation no longer bugs me? Then you've got the prison you're in because that, that prison is there to teach you about that particular thing. So now you want to take that part of you and go to work on it. 
I know it's not easy. <laughs> I know it's not easy because we've, you know, we've all done it. But what you do is on a daily basis, you go to work on it. Every single day you start changing that part of yourself. So how do you do that? You catch yourself in that attitude and you stop. You put the brakes on and you go, no, I'm not going to do that. And you change your attitude. And as you do that, the personal prison that you're in begins to melt away. Any questions? Yes, ma'am. I don't have a question, but I do know that saying I, I'm not going to do it doesn't always work for me because my brain is like really, really good at this. <laughs> so yeah. what I, I do do when I have the consciousness is I, I take a look at what I have and be grateful for what I have. And yes. at least for that minute, I'm, I've got my focus on what I have instead of what I really wish I had <laughs> or wish I didn't have <laughs> one or the other. Right. So gratefulness is a, is a key because it focuses on the positiveness. The other half of the equation oftentimes is what do I need to do uh, physically? What do I need to do to make this better? So gratitude is part of the way. And sometimes it's talking to somebody differently or taking steps with whoever's the professional that could help you or just changing something. So attitude's one thing we do internally, and sometimes it takes an external thing too, but we do what we can. Sometimes it's more external, sometimes it's more internal. That's the key that gets us through it. You know, it's an interesting thing what it takes to change a habit. So you have a pattern where you keep responding to things in a certain way and you start noticing that you always are responding to things a certain way and you don't like that you do that. You don't like yourself as much when you respond that way. So the way to change a pattern like that is to notice yourself. First of all, you got to gear up. Welcome, ladies. First of all, you have to gear up and decide I'm going to start changing this pattern and it takes a while even up to two three weeks to kind of garner yourself like a psychic level and then once you do that you start isolating it in and pretty soon you start going oh there I did it again and then oh I'm just about to do it again and then you go stop and then you choose another way and in that moment of choosing you go Wow, I like myself better when I do it this way. That's great. Then you use that track record to thrust you forward so that next time when you're about to do that pattern again, you go, no, I like myself better when I did it the other way, and you start building a track record. So this builds self-esteem as you do things that you like yourself better, and it's much like gratitude. It's a positive base that you build on. And if you have a positive base that you're actively uh, uh, nurturing, then it will bring you to positive results, positive coincidences, and it, it sort of connects the dots to a better future. I'm pretty much a positive person, but there's been a lot of tragedy in my life. And I, it's over the years. Something wonderful happens, then somebody dies. And, you know, when when... When tragedy keeps showing up in your life, after a while, you start to believe that this is your future. And I know that's not the truth, but what I know in my mind or what I know in my heart can sometimes... How do you get that connect to change? 
So, so you've been patterned that way. And generally speaking, you know, to, to get to that, you, you need to go into some kind of regression into your subconscious self where the, where the key part, it could be earlier this life or past life, past existence kind of thing. So you need to go find the place where that switched over and you, can't, you haven't found a way to switch it back. Um, so you got to realize if other people can have it working for them where they get something good and they just don't get slapped back down, but they get something good and more good and more good, if they can do it, then you can do it, but you simply haven't found the key yet. The key is oftentimes, you know, you're working at it consciously, keeping a good attitude and, and you know, loving yourself when you got sort of a depressing thing going on, a depressive outlook. Um, so you love yourself, you know, like you're doing, and you're fighting this level, but we have to go subconscious and, and do the fight that level in the place where it's stuck. And um, I've dealt with a lot of my past lifetimes, and some of them there's like I would have, you know, as I press towards the light, getting my ego straightened out and getting right with life. Um, sometimes in my case, um, let's see, sometimes in my case, my, a past life would pop out. So I'd be walking around and I'd be thinking different. I would be expecting some like Egyptian carvings and things. You know, I would just be different and be walking around in it. And so what that was in my case is um, it was like it was a call to me to go deal with that past life and figure out what's there because it's trying to come into me and show me something. So I would go get way into that past life and figure out where it's psychologically not right with life and go and adjust that sometimes it took years sometimes it just took an hour and then a part of me was different I, you know I was no longer the same I was no longer stuck there so the same goes for you so you need a, um, a healer uh, that kind of thing I can do that over the phone if you want to call <laughs> it's, it's easy for me to do he's good at it been doing it a long 37 years even over the phone, he oozes it. <laughs> okay, so there's where you go. You know, you're doing a lot anyhow, but there's where you go to get the final thing shifted. Okay, you're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmy Amber. Thank you very much for joining us. We are your spiritual lifestyle experts helping humanity wake up one show at a time. Today we are broadcasting live from the E-Women Network Expo here at Dallas. When we come back, we're going to talk to some of the E-Women Network people, find out what they're up to, and share it with you. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Thank you, Paul. Welcome back. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charme Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts helping humanity wake up one show at a time. And don't they need it? Don't we're, we need it? Yeah, yes, we all need it. So we're broadcasting live today at the E-Woman Network Expo right here in Dallas, Texas. And we thought we would like to find out a little bit about some of the women that are here. For instance, how are you helping humanity wake up? And perhaps, how is E-Women Network helping you to do that? So we have Jennifer Madsen from Erie, Colorado. Correct. Yes, from Erie, Colorado, which is north of Denver, east of Boulder. Well situated. You're not stuck in the mire of chaos, and yet you can get there quickly if you need to. That's right. It's a nice choice. 
Uh, my company is Let's Talk, and what we wake people up to is a new conversation with money. So we want them to master a conversation that gets them somewhere. People want to talk about money. They just don't really know how to start. So if we can help them master a new conversation, they can get to a new place with it. Are you talking about uh, married couples? Uh, married couples. It's also about teaching people how to have a new conversation with themselves. Because as we know, where we get stuck, the prisons you were talking about earlier, happen first in our minds. And then we create a reality to match, for better or for worse. So that conversation could be with yourself, with your spouse, with your kids, uh, professionally, anywhere you want to take it. So is this like getting yourself or who you're dealing with realistic with money, like groundedly what it takes? Certainly. It's about helping them develop a relationship that's aligned with their higher potential. How do we get money to serve what really matters to them? And that might be an emotional journey, spiritual. It could be just practical. How to put those practical steps in place to make that happen. It's actually different for everybody, isn't it? It certainly is. Because different people have different lessons coming in from different angles. So you might apply one solution to one person. The next person says, that doesn't work for me. That's right. So you have to be versatile in helping the people find their core issue. Absolutely. And when we teach them a process to create better questions to start with and then give them a framework for the ensuing conversation, they get to a whole new place because we get them away from why can't I into how can I, who can I, where can I. And it's this forward motion thing that creates a whole new reality for them. So tell me about your heart. You like what you do? I love what I do. It's work I was born to do. It was all of the pitfalls and, and falling on my own head financially that led me to it. So it's always nice when you're doing work you believe you were born to. Yes, and I bet it tickles you when people find success. Certainly, especially when they're taking that. Again, we teach them how to be their own coach. And when they come back with stories about how they approach their children differently, how much better their married relationship is because they know now how to talk about this and be focused on a principle and getting to that principle, it's, it's beautiful. Is this talking much about poverty consciousness sometimes? Oh, certainly. As you mentioned earlier, money has nothing to do with whether or not you feel good about it. You can have a bunch of it and still feel horrible. So it's about <laughs> teaching a more than enough mentality, not just for the sake of hoarding or fearful, you know, fear-based, but more than enough because you're more than enough. And where do you want to play bigger, and how does money support that? What a nice alignment of the work we're doing. I love what you're doing. I love when we talk about waking yeah. people up to a new piece of themselves. We all got here by way of how we got here. And the great news about that is you can get to a new place by way of a new way of being. Oh, boy. And isn't choice the big deal? You know, so often people just think, well, you know, they're a victim. You know, I didn't get here. And, you know, we don't have any victims. That's such a difficult concept. I, I often say on the show, I wish we could just take victim out of the dictionary. And people go... Yeah, <laughs> Keith. Here we go. One of the things that I coach upon is if you look up victim and victor in the dictionary, right? They have the same root word, which yes. is vigor or to grow. Yes. You know, when you take a look at the history of humanity, there are many, many things that you could say, well, they were just victims. I mean, the options are everywhere. But when you get down and look at a soul level, then you start to realize that there are no victims. And people go, you mean they chose that awful thing? And I go, yeah, I'm sorry, but they did because they had lessons to learn and they had to grow. And that was the way that they did it. 
You know, recently I was around a person with real low self-worth, and every time I went around the person, I, I kept wanting to judge her and put her down. I go, whoa, she was yanking that out of me. Out of her own low self-worth. And self so worth. it would seem like she was a victim, but she was creating that negative response in, from life. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charme Amber. Thank you very much for joining us today. We are your spiritual lifestyle experts with sound answers to life's tough questions. Indeed. Thanks for being with us. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charme Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts. We happen to be today at uh, Broadcasting Live at the E-Women Network Expo right here in Dallas, Texas. We're meeting some really wonderful women who have their hearts out doing all kinds of incredible work to help humanity wake up one day at a time. Are you whispering over there? Who have we got? Well, this is Tina Dietz. Hi, and Tina. Let's see what you're doing here at the Dallas Expo. Hi. I am just so amazed that you guys have done this show, and I think it's awesome that you guys are committed to changing the world through your voice. And um, Thank you. What a great medium to reach so many people. Um, I'm from Canada originally and living in Minnesota, and I founded a company called Intentional Serenity. And just like it sounds, it's about creating the intention of serenity, which means absence of stress and anxiety. (laughs) You know, so many people today have no idea what serenity is. It's something they crave. Right. And, you know, they may touch. You know, I love people who say, women or anybody who says, I take power naps. And, you know, I wonder what happened to regular naps. (laughs) You know, know, if it isn't power, then it's not okay anymore. I'm looking for my real life, and stress is between me and my real life, or off-balance is between me and my real life, and I really want my real life. So how do you help people find serenity when many of them don't even know what it means? Right. Um, Well, how it sort of began for me, um, my background was cancer nursing, and my passion always was just hearing people and their story. And then once I would hear their story, my passion was about what is your dreams, And when people have clarity, crystal clarity around their dreams, whether that's around their health and healing, whether that's around their relationships, their life work, their career, once it was written down, it was so powerful for them. And for them to have a listener that believed in them. Yes. And that's what this company is all about. It's about believing in your possibilities, my possibilities, your possibilities, our possibilities, and what we can do to change the world. Um, and so what I would do with my patients or my clients is we would write their intention list and then we would silk screen them into prayer shawls or chemo hats. And then that just sort of um, propelled into now we have an apparel line that has an affirmation list inside. So at their weak times or where they're trying to get their focus on what they're doing, you know, and we can really get demoralized. We're stuck in cancer or some serious situation. But at those weak times or confused times, they could look at their prayer shawl or whatever that you've already put together with a lot of love and blessing, and they can get their uh, focus back, their bead back, and they can get going again. Right, yep, and that's what I would find is when, when someone, anyone, has a goal, whether that's big or small, we always achieve it, always. And it was amazing to me. I had a woman who was a stage 4 cancer, and I know that they had told her that she had six months to a year tops. 
and we had done her intention list, and then I did uh, an educational series for cancer survivorship strategies. And five years later, she came. Still <laughs> five alive. years later, right? Yep. And and um, we redid her intention list, which included that she wanted to attend her daughter's graduation. And I mean, when we did her intention list in the first time, it was just like, can my children graduate from high school? Yes. And so, you know, that was what is so important when we have our goal in mind, and you guys have a huge goal to watch that unfold. It's going to be so fabulous. You're going to tell your story, Keith. It's just bubbling out of you. Like a kid, you know. When I was a kid, uh, my my father's sister was diagnosed with cancer everywhere. Everywhere they would go in, there was cancer. And she wanted to get her daughter through the last year of high school before she was gone. So all of a sudden, within a week, there was no cancer anywhere. Then after a year, the daughter graduated and her life was set. My aunt died. So that, that was a beautiful... God, God answered the call. That's right. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmy Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts with sound answers to life's tough questions. We're broadcasting live today at the E-Women Network Expo right here in Dallas, Texas. Don't forget to catch us Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. We're talking today to some of the women that are here at E-Women Network wondering what they're doing to help wake humanity up and how E-Woman Network is helping them to do that. You know, this is just a lot of class act people. It truly is. And Lots right, of great heart. Right now we have Rochelle Forrest, and let's see what Rochelle's up to here at the E-Women Network Dallas Convention. Thank you for having me. And I'm excited about your work. And just Thanks. it's great just to bring light to the world. I'm a nurse by trade, light worker by God, struggled lots of times and, and shifted it through subconscious patterning, reframing. Felt very called in, in listening to people's stories to help them to see that there's, there is purpose and to help them pull them back and to focus them and to really work on subconscious patterns to reframe them so that they know that members, memories can't hurt you. They just can be reframed so that they serve you. And with yes. my work is we work on the physical first because we really learn that if you don't have life force and you don't feel good, you don't even want to do anything. To get your butt out of bed and go out for Monday morning, it's a good day. Can't wait for Friday. Not sure why we can't wait for Friday. But people get in just the treadmill of life. Yes. So I really want to help people with their vitality. Is that part of our, our spiritual journey, I think, is we have to find that life force. And so as we have life force and we're feeling better, we do it through nutrition, sleeping, meditation, helping people to know how to live. It seems odd. We don't eat healthy anymore. We don't drink enough water. We have bad attitudes. So help to reframe those experiences to start somewhere. Then we start working on the mind, start directing and creating. That's why my company is called Create Health Naturally. It's a creation and that we're part of co-creation of all life. And so as we work towards that, it's fabulous because it's almost like we bring spirit in just naturally. Because when we get cleansed and cleared and we don't have that garbage all weighting us down, we actually can lift and we can fly. And it's so exciting to actually understand we have a whole team on the other side helping us to reach our goals. All we have to do is ask. Be present. I was in a school that I I truly want to be a huge philanthropist is why I want to do wonderful things is to feed tummies, minds, and spirits. Yeah. And that's all around the world because I think we have to work from the physical to the spiritual because spiritual state is natural, but we are living a physical life. It's yes. like, oh, 
But it's so wonderful that to know that we can journey together and that we can be the light for each other. And that's one of the things is I want to help people to find their light, find their spark so that they can be light for the world, so that we can all move forward together. Well, we could sure use more light in this world, couldn't we? We have too many people focused on the negative sides. Of course, they're lost on their negative sides. Many of them don't know how to get out. Get out. And those of us who have more of that ability need to shine and be guides. So, so I'm impressed with these people here at eWomen Network and just quality of heart, quality of purpose, quality of intention. And what's the name of your business? Create Health Naturally. And how can people find it? CreateHealthNaturally.com. In fact, we're, I'm just coming out with a line of a lightning bug that she didn't know that she doesn't, she doesn't shine and she doesn't fly. And I think it represents us. It's a black and white community and that we just get by. But in reality, when we each find our light, we truly can fly. And as we shine our light for each other, we fly together. So we have a collection of people here that are just alive in a spiritedness of goodness, and they're really doing something with their lives, and they find that it fulfills them, and it gives them uh, something to live for instead of going in reverse down into, I don't know what I'm doing, what's on TV, or that kind of thing. So we have some real answers here at eWomen Network and uh, these lovely ladies that are here. Please let me know if there's any way I can help you to shine. Oh, we got a list. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go right on. Before you do that, I thought maybe Intentional Serenity might like to put out a website. Okay. Sure. Um, we used to have it as IntentionalSerenity.com, but a lot of people had trouble with the spelling of Intentional. So I am Serene.com. I am Serene.com. Very nice. Thank you. And if they aren't, maybe that'll help them get there. Yes, well, sanitize you. That's what we kind of say. Usually, I find with affirmations like that, what happens is when you read, I, you know, say I am serene. What shows up is what is between you and being serene, so you can work it out and move on. Yeah, I mean, you know, people if they want to change their inner self, uh, affirmations on that level are so powerful. And we are, again, Mastering Ourselves Radio with Keith and Charma Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts. We're here at eWomen Network, and we're, find, we're going to find out from yet another one of the members what they're doing here and how they're helping humanity wake up. Hi, I'm Nancy Hi. Hartland, and I'm CEO and founder of LifeTracks Global Foundation. We create empowering workshops for women for them to take on personal challenges, such as confronting... Um, being in a hospital in Africa with women who have had female genital mutilation or birth injury reconstructive surgeries. And th- you can sponsor women for these life-saving operations. We have a hospital and staff in Arusha, Tanzania that is prepared for these. They just need to be sponsored. It's $250 to sponsor a woman to have her life back. Many of us don't know that there's another epidemic in Africa other than AIDS. When women give birth in the bush without medical care and they rip and tear and they're not repaired, they're leaking feces and urine all the time. They're our sisters. Yes. And let's support them and love them and give them a chance. So are you, have you been there? Do you, do you know that the money that is given through your organization gets there and does the job? 
I personally am there, and I personally know that these women are sponsored. The doctors I've met have photographs of me with these women. I'm with them when they arrive at the hospital with their heads bent in shame. They've been living on the streets in big cities begging. They can't get on public transportation. Some of them have walked three and four days in their bare feet after hearing that they could have an operation here. So I've met the doctors. I've talked with the staff. I know that that's exactly and only where the money goes. Where is this? It's in Arusha, Tanzania, in East Africa. And I, women can come with me. We deliver books, medicine, vegetable seeds. We, have, we support schools, hospitals, orphanages. And if some of these women cannot go home to their villages where they've been ostracized from for maybe 16 to 20 years, we have orphanages where they can still take on that aspect of mothering that they missed. You know, one of the things we talk about on the show is about the incredible karma in Africa. God, it's just mind-boggling. Negative karma in the country or the continent of Africa. Sure, I mean, there's karma everywhere. I mean, we're all living in, you know, our karma. Yeah, it's global. Massive. but in, in, Africa. in Africa, geez, it just is. And what what it is is uh, great souls working through great lessons and a lot of strain and difficulty. And you know, but part of the job, you know, there's the paradox here. There's there's the fact that they have this tough karma to work through, and then there's the fact that people who have it better, it's their job to keep improving the plight of the whole planet. Planet. So it's that paradox between you know you know they they chose those lessons and we chose to come where we could make a difference to raise everything up so it's both sides of it you know it isn't just well okay they were born into that too bad it's their lot but you know those of us that have the ability have to come up to the plate and start you know eventually the thing of it is is this planet is supposed to be heading into a golden age well, <laughs> you can't have people in those conditions on a planet in a golden age. So there's a gap, and we have to meet that gap and close that gap so that, you know, this planet can be in a golden age. Well, we go to Africa several times a year, and we, um, there, you can apply to come with us, and everyone pays their own way. And we take 18 people with us to work in whatever fits their skill, their vision, their heart in the projects that we have. We have water wells that need to be dug. We have solar-powered pumps that need to be um, funded, windmills, clean water, and vegetable seeds. And, you know, they need clean water. And before they can be educated, they need good nutrition. They need clean water. You can't make good decisions without all that. Beautiful work that you guys are doing. I mean, just... What a bunch of great hearts. You know, this is a thing. We have a lot of people zooming off like I'm going to do all these great things and they, they think they can not deal with the common basic needs of us. And you're not going to go any place high unless you take care of what's low and get that foundation. It's like building a pyramid. You get the first layer solid and good, then you can get to the next layer. You get that solid and good, and eventually you can get to the peak of life where it's not going to just fall through on you again, and why even try? I think that's a huge issue with our world right now, though. It's just that people don't have the foundation anymore. 
for whatever reason, we've just lost all the values. We've become so scattered. It's scary, we're, isn't it's it? It's so scary, and we're looking for so many external s- stimulus to bring me happy. And I, yes. all my happiness relies on you. And it's like, yes. you know, where, where'd that come from? And when did you sign up to be a princess? And it's like to realize that we're all in it together. You know, I wanted to be the princess, but I didn't get to be one. I didn't get to be this lifetime. Woo! But, but the thing is, working towards goals together. Yeah. But to realize it has to have common synergy. And all the women that I feel like I'm attracting in this and attracting you, it's common vision. So with our vibration going higher, I trust wholeness will occur. I yes. trust it. I feel yes. it. And it's just like to know that it's the baby's steps. And you have to begin. Yes. It's kind of like all the people that have all these ideas. Let's just go in one step at a time. One yes. lady at a time. I do want to share a lesson from the village. The first village that I went to, I'd actually asked God to show me what he wanted to do with the rest of my life. I'm going to give you the short version. Five years later, I'm delivering five miles of water line to a village at 8,000 feet in Africa, and I've never been to Africa before. And the name of the village is Show Me. Show Me? Yes. When someone in that village does something wrong or misbehaves or is off track, the people in that village that know that person well will go to them and they will surround them and they will take as much time as it takes for each one of those people to tell that person every good thing they ever saw them do. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves. Thank you very much. With Keith and Charmaine Amber, we're so glad you're joining us today. We are your spiritual lifestyle experts. We are helping humanity wake up one show at a time. And at this time, we're doing it live at the E-Woman Network Expo here in Dallas, Texas. Welcome back to Mastering Ourselves. You're listening to Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts. Any other comments here? Well, well let's go around and get uh, email or websites. Websites. Keith is our computer zippy guy over here. We love you guys. <laughs> he, he, he doesn't know websites, URLs. He doesn't know the difference. Nancy Hartland and Life Tracks Global Foundation, and I've just written a new book called True Confessions of a Reluctant Giraffe, and it's about the person who receives the book because it's 60 questions for you to find out why you may be a reluctant giraffe and you need to stick your neck out. Ah. My website is lifetracks.org, L-I-F-E-T-R-A-C-K-S. Gotcha. And it's the life you lead and the tracks you leave behind you. May they be happy, healthy, and reverent. So I just want to say we're going through four emails. The first one, she's gone now, but there's four, four websites, websites. Morella. <laughs> four, four websites, and we highly endorse them. We highly recommend these people just for the audience to know. These people are confirmed as far as we can see. Thank you so much for the opportunity. My website is createhealthnaturally.com. And in about six weeks, I'll have an herbal formula out that will actually increase your life force, works on adrenal fatigue. And I have two books that will be coming out in the fall to winter. Wonderful. Thank you. Good stuff. And again, just thank you for this opportunity. And as you know, there's just amazing women here doing wonderful things. And of course, you. Um, and so thanks for this opportunity. But it's Tina Dietz, um, D-I-E-T-Z, T with, Tina with two E's. Um, and my website is I am Serene, I-A-M, Serene.com. And uh, we're just all about spreading seeds of peace, joy, and love around the world in our communities within and without. 
So if you don't have serenity, and many of us don't, uh, that's a good place to go to get some tools to maybe find some serenity. You want to make a difference in the world, serenity is a good place to start from. Serenity, serenity is a byproduct of living right, respecting right, doing the discipline that gets you right. And uh, so, and all of these ladies are talking about different projects that they are inspired in to help their fellow man, their fellow woman, their fellow world get it right. So these are noble causes, and we are all most fortunate, most privileged to serve. People think they get away with it, that they're getting away with something that take and take and hoard and hoard. But actually, I see the light in these lovely people, and they're serving, and they're giving a lot, they're sacrificing a lot, and they're the rich ones in life. I do invite you to join me, and the other thing that you can do is take a safari to the Serengeti, climb Kilimanjaro, go swimming with dolphins. You will have an amazing adventure, and I promise you these people will steal your heart and give it back bigger. Oh, I bet that's true. Absolutely. And for those of you that are living in a personal prison, go to look inside yourself. Find out the truth of what you need to do, what change you need to make so that that prison is no longer dogging you every single day. And you can find serenity just by doing that. Very nice, very nice show, very nice people. This is at the Convention of E-Women Network at Dallas, Texas. Thank you very much for joining us, and we're going to be uh, airing again live tomorrow. Same thing. Don't forget to catch us Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. Now, come on! You can do it. You can do it. Stretch yourself. The greater you. Thanks for being with us. Have a good day.